0: Hello and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester and in today's episode we are talking about the life science industry. What is it and some of the really key challenges and and opportunities that the life science industry have to handle and really have the chance to take advantage of. I'm joined today by Chad House. He is the head of life science for Americas at Siemens Smart Infrastructure. Chad, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, John it's an
1: absolute pleasure
0: so today we're talking about life sciences what do we mean when we talk about life science or the life science industry
1: yeah yeah that's a good question john because uh you know there's a lot of different uh you know definitions of uh, life science if you know our definition of life science is uh Although you know Siemens uh, classifies us as a vertical market, you know you really if you look at the life science market, we're really a horizontal market. And what I mean by that is that uh, we really cross over into multiple vertical markets, such as the higher education market. You know they do a lot of life science labs, R and D, you know on uh, campuses, um, government. Uh, uh, type of facilities, you know, that's the uh, National Institutes of Health, you know, the, the uh, CDC of the world that are there as well. So, you know, th- those type of uh, lab environments as well is very critical for our uh, success, along with, uh, you know, local municipalities with the, uh, you know, pharma- or, uh, uh, forensics labs. Mm-hmm. So those are often, uh, you know, kind of overlooked, you know, for labs and uh, critical environments there. And then, uh, you know, the uh, no, the the big pharma you know the, the pharmaceutical market is a big market for us as well you know that's the you know the Johnson Johnsons the uh, AstraZenecas the uh, the Pfizer's of the world Merck um, you know the, some just to name a few of our, our key customers out there in the uh, the pharma world mm-hmm. um, and then uh, you know if you really look at the healthcare market I mean healthcare is a, you know has a lot of lab, life science, pressurized spaces that, uh, you know, we really get involved with in that market as well. So that's why we consider, you know, life science a, a horizontal market, you know, within, you know, the vertical market for life science. Yes, I
0: understand. And, and you just mentioned a whole lot of different applications. And while the, while the space itself or the function of some of the technology might be the same, the applications are, are really, really broad uh, and, and probably come with their own challenges above and beyond you know, the, the technical challenges that you have to undertake yes um, absolutely you know today we'll, we'll probably look a little bit we'll focus a little bit in some of the segments of this market and so give us a bit of an idea when we're talking about uh, you know the, the the government agencies you know your cdcs your your whos these kinds of, of organizations your large pharma um, right. manufacturers pfizer etc What what are they what are they really up against what are some of the key challenges that they find in this industry that keep them up at night
1: yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of challenges that uh, a lot of our customers are facing, you know, these days as well. But if you look at the life science market, the, uh, the, 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 customers that, uh, you know, are into the, uh, the life science market, if you look at, they really enjoy, you know, their, their, their spaces, their facilities, you know, they really take a lot of pride into their, uh, their research spaces. But if you, you look at the market, you know, there's a lot of aging infrastructure out there that, uh, it really needs to be you know taken advantage of uh you know upgrades and uh you know um bringing them up to modern technology you know for today um you know go to market faster is another uh, key challenge for a lot of these cu- uh, customers and what i mean by that is uh you know just like any any other market out there you know they have to really be on the forefront and uh, be quick to uh you know get out of the gate and good uh, get to market um of course, competition is uh, becoming greater between, uh, you know, pharmaceutical customers and, uh, you know, uh, life science customers as well. And then, uh, you know, the big one, too, is actually a, uh, retracting and uh, uh, attracting and retaining actually the top researchers. You know, that really goes for, you know, the, the higher education or uh, uh, government type of a facilities where they're trying to, you know, uh, uh, um, they're trying to uh, attract, you know, the top researchers to come to their facilities and do the research so they can actually get, you know, the top research grants and the, and the monies that are available there. So how do they do that? You know, they really have to be on game and they have to, you know, have their facilities be, you know, top notch, state of the art technology. You know, if uh, these top researchers have, you know, the the choice to go from one site to another site, you know, of course, they're going to pick probably the, the best a looking, building out there that has best technology mm-hmm. out there, as opposed to you know one, it's uh, maybe has antiquated technology, hasn't been upgraded over the years. So that's you know a, a big challenge out there, Mark, is uh, the big a- aging infrastructure, and then uh, you know not to mention you know just the competition out there that's yeah, out there. Yeah, and that aging
0: infrastructure is a difficult one because when, we was talk- when we we're talking about uh, you know these these research grants, uh, you know these these really detailed focused and and in many cases long-term processes where they're doing research and, and uh, development uh, you know you, you can't compromise on the environmental space or the integrity Correct. of the space or the the integrity of of the process itself is that that challenge must, is, is quite a conflicting one against, you know, when you're talking about aging infrastructure, when you're talking about uh, trying to trying to be competitive, trying to be efficient, uh, when you know that you have to invest to just go about your core day-to-day business.
1: Correct, exactly. So that, that's a good point there, John, is, uh, you know, I should say, you know, if you look at, you know, the life science research buildings, there's a lot of different, uh, you know, stringent codes and standards that uh, apply to these type of facilities that don't necessarily apply to, you know, you uh, a non lab type of facility. So Mm -hmm. that's another, uh, you know, uh, you know, they have to maintain the compliance, you know, to, uh, you know, you know, if a regulatory body comes in and does a audit, you know, they have to have proof that, uh, you know, they're operating these buildings in a safe manner, number one. Um, But, uh, you know, that's another challenge that I probably kind of overlooked there.
0: Yeah, but it's, uh, you know, it, it's a kind of intrinsic into it. So it's not not so much overlooking, but it's it's for them. It's standard operating procedure, no matter what they're doing, absolutely. No matter what they're creating, it's kind of it's a, a base platform of minimum requirement that has to be fulfilled, which is which is not so easy to achieve, perhaps in some cases. Um, Correct. Correct. So. so if, I'd like to dive a little bit more into this time to market because that's an interesting one. That's uh, you know, and 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 all of us in the in the world have kind of been living, we've been following a a research, development, uh, you know, production and rollouts phase or or process in the the life science market. Maybe like we've never done before when we've talked about vaccinations for COVID. You know, we we've seen so much effort go in from some of these companies you mentioned before. (laughs) Uh, from kind of March last year through to now when there are millions of doses running around the world uh, you know what what are some of if we dive into that time to market what are some of the real challenges about about achieving that and, and what are some of the phases that a company has to go through before we get that that uh, that product in our hands
1: yeah yeah so yeah we, if you look at uh, you know what we've just you know, have been through with COVID, you know, in particular is, uh, you know, really the time the market was really accelerated just because it had to be right. They had to, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, come up with a vaccine in a quick you know uh, manner there to uh, overcome this pandemic but just in general if you look at the life science market you know we tend to be both pandemic and recession proof so you know life science is really kind of we can weather through the storm you know even if uh, you know other markets tend to be down you know some of our markets were down um, over the last couple of years in particular with the uh, pandemic but uh, you know the, the time to market is critical for these guys, because if you look at, uh, you know, typical, you know, research and development can take, you know, five, eight, you know, 10 years to develop a particular vaccine or a medicine there. But uh, with COVID, they didn't have that uh, luxury of that time. Mm-hmm. Right. So they actually... Uh, had to get out there and uh, do the research and uh, you know run it through the uh, the testing phases and uh, get it to market um, quicker quick as possible so you probably you know saw that uh, you know pfizer uh, was one of them johnson and johnson uh, moderna you know were the mm-hmm. first three kind of out of the gate there um, so it was kind of a race but uh, you know more interesting is too is we saw a lot of these companies form partnerships Mm-hmm. That uh, you typically don't, you know, see out there. You know, you know, we, we see competitors coming together and form partnerships to, you know, get the uh, the vaccine out to market, you know, faster, um, to overcome the uh, the challenges that we were faced with the uh, COVID uh, pandemic. I, um, I think we have a lot to offer if you look at you know Siemens in general. Um, you know. Hands down, you know, the, the capabilities that Siemens can provide our customers with, you know, as far as the digitalization, we can help them, uh, you know, uh, automate their facilities and uh, have them work more efficiently and effectively um, while, you know, keeping that uh, facility in a safe, compliant manner as well. So, you know, the, the, the digitalization for, you know, the, uh, the uh, capabilities that we have with our di- digitalization capabilities, you know, is you're uh, really hands down compared to our competitors out there, you know, is you know, they, they, our competitors really can't compete in that with us on there. So we're really in a unique position, you know, to help our customers get to market faster and, mm-hmm. uh, um, and, uh, you know, build that strategy, you know, and, uh, we can actually look at, uh, you know, further expanding our capabilities with, uh, you know, um, standardization, you know, so we're not uh, recreating a wheel for every type of project out there. So mm-hmm. with our standardization, with our engineering and, uh, um, uh startup procedures you know that uh, really saves a lot of time and actually money too so we can actually be a lot more uh cost effective compared to our competitors
0: yeah i understand uh, let's jump back to the time to market a little bit because you mentioned there 5 8 10 years yeah uh, you know spending this amount of time on developing a product uh, can't be a cheap process uh how do yeah you know, Normally when you talk about this, this investment into research and development, we then talk about, okay, you've got a product, how, yeah, how long can you be unique? How long can you leverage that? Correct. How does it look in the life science market when they, when they develop these products, they invest so much time and effort and money into it? How, how does the time to market really affect their ability to, to then realise the opportunity?
1: So that that's uh, critical for you know especially the large large pharma when they they, they spend the money to for the uh, R and D on these uh, new vaccines new drugs you know new medicines out there really they have a short window to get it to market and take advantage of uh, you know and that kind of recoup their R and D costs before you know their patent runs out you know they actually have to file patents and uh, it's a very short window for you know that patent. Uh, um, window that expires, and then that mm-hmm. actually gives the opportunity for, you know, the uh, generic companies, you know, the smaller companies to come in and develop a, a, a generic type of uh, drug to um, be a cost-effective um, uh, option for that, uh, those, that R&D that they've actually expended, uh, you know, billions of dollars on, you know, and, and a lot of times in this case. Is so it's really critical, you know, for them to, you know, get their R&D done, run it through the testing phase. And, uh, you know, get it to market and, uh, you know, try to recoup as much cost as they can um, before, you know, the patent runs out and these uh, uh, generic companies and, come in and take advantage of the, uh, the window that they have to develop a generic option.
0: Yeah, uh, right. So, so you put all this effort in, you have this really short window where you kind of have uh, exclusivity in the market to a certain extent. Correct. And once that expires then you have a challenge because, of course, there are others that can do things differently or in a different place or whatever it might be. And this brings us back to the, one of the points you raised before around that digitalization and that flexibility and the speed in, in adopting, because you have to be able to to redeploy a facility that maybe was making product A yesterday, needs to make product B by in volume, you know, industrial volumes tomorrow, uh, and the shortest period of time between A and B uh, yeah, has a huge effect on the ability for that company to take advantage from that how how does that work yeah, what, what are the challenges within that kind of process from changing for you know, redeploying that or up uh, uh, you know bringing something online a manufacturing facility for a new product and how can that digitalization aspect facilitate the speed and facilitate the accuracy while maintain maintaining all of the regulatory and and safety requirements
1: yeah so you know, w- with our digitalization capabilities, you know we can really you know assist our customers with uh, you know, uh, uh, stay keeping on track and uh, making their operation and their production um, operation more uh, efficient. You know, at that more mm-hmm. so that allows them to um, get their uh, their uh, product out to the market uh, quicker and uh, take advantage of the uh, the uh, the added time uh, factor. That's uh, you know that uh, is realized there with uh, taking advantage of technology for uh, the efficiencies. Um, but not, not, not to mention, you know, as far as the uh, the compliance tracking, you know, with the mm-hmm. digitalization that uh, we can do and help our customers with, you know, we can actually uh, provide, you know, the electronic um, uh, records that, uh, you know, are required by these uh, regulatory bodies to, uh, you know, to uh, prove that uh, we're, uh, you know, Uh, producing these uh, products at a a safe manner. Number one, you know, that's key. Number one is you can't uh, compromise safety to uh, improve efficiency and uh, uh, the operation of the facility. I mean, uh, safety is still number one. You hear about it in the market all the time where, you know, some of these large uh, drug companies, they actually have, uh, you know, an an issue with their production and they actually have to actually dispose of a lot of their product, which is a lot of money, you know, that's wasted at that point. So how, you know, With our digitalization, we can actually, you know, help our customers um, be more effective and uh, efficient, and uh, you know, track you know the progress of the uh, the manufacturing process there as well.
0: Yeah, and mitigate that risk because, as you say, uh, you're turning something that could be a valuable product into just a liability, uh, and uh, and that. Yeah, the difference between throwing out everything you did in a day compared to everything you did between the six minutes or something like that can have a huge impact. Then, on huge, yeah. yes, yep, huge. Perfect chad thank you so much uh for this insight into the life science market uh I, i'm excited to talk to you a little bit more about some of the really specific details here because as we talked about right at the start you know, some of these these uh these companies some of these processes like you discussed these are kind of daily you know, the household names for us somehow uh, and it's interesting to understand the challenges that they overcome to to create and and deliver some of these you know, these products whether it be from big pharma or protecting us uh uh, you know, from a CDC or a WHO perspective or or in those forensic applications, laboratories in hospitals and all these kinds of things. Uh, right. you know, I think it's it's really interesting. So thank you so much for the time and thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you for the opportunity and uh, look forward to, you know, definitely uh, further conversations with you folks.
0: Bring it on, bring it on. And thank you to everyone who's listening to us as well. Uh, remember to share, like, comment on this episode. Uh, subscribe to us whether you're listening to us via one of your preferred podcast channels or watching this video on YouTube. Uh, check us out. as new episodes every week after a little bit of a break over our northern hemisphere summer. But uh, remember to keep out your eye out for new uh, technologies and, and new conversations with Chad in the near future. Thank you all.